You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. for that we got a lot of wrestling to talk about we're still going to stick to our same segment but we also going to be adding in um, some of the rumble i know a lot of you have a lot to uh, say about that so make sure you throw it in the comments and we will get it on as we normally do okay so with that let's start with our four-way stop All right, let's kick it off with you. Sin City, Steve, tell us, what is your four-way stop, the highlights for you this week? Highlights for me this week, I know that we just came off of the Rumble, but first things first that I've got to talk about is the Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes ladder match from Dynamite Beach Break this past Wednesday. Um, Honestly, it it was one of the better ladder matches that I've seen in recent memory. Um, largely because of the way that everything was laid out. They didn't just dive right in and, you know, start using the ladder as soon as the bell rang. Uh, They worked up to that. Um, And, of course, you had your crazy spots. Uh, Sammy with that uh, that, that amazing, you can't even necessarily call it a springboard, but uh, he leaped from one ladder to the other and gave Cody Rhodes a cutter off the top. Um, Just amazing stuff there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I do want to mention the women's Royal rumble, um, this year, the women's Royal rumble definitely just crushed it, uh, over the men's, um, furthered storylines had more surprises, uh, than the men's and, uh, Rhonda, of course, won in the worst kept secret in history. So. <laughs> no doubt. All right. That's it for you, man. Let's, yeah. uh, let's then go over to you, Mr. Simon street. What was your highlight? Well, I'm definitely just going to go ahead and go with the Royal Rumble impressions. Uh, First and foremost, I agree 100% with Sin City Steve. Women's Royal Rumble knocked it out the ballpark. A lot of the people, as we talked about uh, on the prediction show too, because they named some of these names ahead of time, it gave us more of that pool of who's going to come in. And some of the names they dropped was cool. I mean, it was real cool. Um, couple of other highlights from Royal Rumble that I thought were really good. Uh, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins was a really good match to start off the whole Rumble. I really love the mind games that uh, Seth Rollins coming out to the Shield Roll music, coming through the, 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 through the stadium and everything. To me, adding layers upon layer of context to our match really does go the distance, and they sure the hell did. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Roman Reigns no longer has his winning streak, which some people don't realize because I almost got in an argument with somebody because they was like, no, he's still going to be holding. No, no, no. That counts as a loss. That ends a streak. 
he holds the title, but he only has that streak. So that was something that uh, I'm pretty sure on Monday Night Raw, they'll probably flesh out to some degree or through the week or whatever on SmackDown. Um, outside of that, uh, super happy for uh, Ronda Rousey. You know, super happy when she came in, how she came in. And uh, also some other honorable mentions, too. Um, Michelle McCool. Uh, a lot of people weren't talking about it. She kind of came in there and held her own. She looked really, really good. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, uh, you know, her and Undertaker, you know, uh, sure work out together, uh, you know, quite thoroughly with their workout and stuff. So it was just cool. Right. Uh, Royal Rumble, I got told Impact, 8.5 out of 10. Maybe I'm giving too much, but I'm cool with that. That's what I gave it. The men's was a little slop together. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right, no doubt. Let's jump over to you, Matt Michaels. What's your uh, four-way stop? Well, I think you got to go along the lines of uh, Brock and Ronda winning the Rumble as being uh, major headlines. Of course, uh, when you have two uh, recognizable people like that, um, you see that just having that uh, presence changes everything for um, the way the crowd reacts. Uh, that is, you know, that's something that. If you want to bitch and complain about the way WWE does things, you can do that. But the truth of the matter is, is that their money is in the big stars. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, how about Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble? He just took a pounding wonderfully. I think more people need to uh, learn from Mr. Knoxville and willing to take bumps instead of get their shit in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You also the the legends mixed into the the rumble for the women, um, not only helped progress the actual rumble itself, the the, the battle royal itself, but it um, it then shined light on the fact that there wasn't as much plan for the men's rumble in itself. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of one of those things that that shined a big light on that uh you know that kind of whole overall though the seth and and roman match and brock and lashley matches were perfect for the setup that needed to be for the uh for you know what the night was going to be and it was done basically in a a three chapter story and you can't get better than that for uh you know putting it out there yeah no doubt man you know we had a prediction show and this is my uh, my four-way stop. We had a prediction show. And listen, I, I, I'm not a person to never gloat, but I had a moment. And uh, let me get my timer in there so I don't, uh, I don't extend my, uh, my time and my celebration. But I had a moment, and it went a little something like this. It's, now, here's the deal. If the Roman Reigns match happens before the Brock Lesnar match, and I think they probably would end with Roman Reigns, but if for some reason the Roman Reigns match goes first, I believe Roman would interfere in Brock Lesnar's match with Bobby and cause Bobby to become champion, which will now set up Roman and... um, Brock for the Mania title. I think if that happens, if if Roman's match is first, because if it's not first, then 
you know, Brock can always, in his match, come out and interfere in his match. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think if there's going to be a crazy swerve, believe it or not, it could be in the Brock match because, again, technically he wasn't supposed to be that champion. All right, there you go. So I just want to celebrate that. Oh, pat on my back. Oh, thank you. Is that what Tom? Champa does. Hold on, ah, hold on. If Champa. you're gonna pat yourself on the back, you gotta do it uh, a little bit lower. Impact. It's a little bit lower. It's below the belt. Stop it. Uh, I gotta give you props. You're right. Hey, g- good job, Impact. As as we all know, a broken clock is right twice a day. So. Good job. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, never to doubt. I was excited to see that, and when Paul Heyman. Uh, Gave that belt to the tribal chief. It 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 uh it made my night. So Yeah, it also made me go. Guess what? Brock Lesnar is winning the Rumble. Yep. But yep. DJ doesn't say anything about, you know, how I call that. But that's okay. We'll let you gloat. Um I'm sorry. Was you was you on the uh on the show? I, I maybe I don't remember. I just put the proof out there so people don't think I'm just, you know trying to call something that i didn't really you know say no, no I, I can't recall look, if you said that or not look, mr michael just gave himself two more minutes too look <laughs> yeah look, look yeah. impact 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 right. i'm gonna be real right, my no. girl predicted that brock lesnar was gonna win the royal rumble uh-huh. but she still doesn't understand technicality i was talking about the match with bobby lashley but technically she was right because he did win the royal rumble so at the end of the day Michaels does have a point. I hate to say the shit, but he does have a point. All right, let's get to our two sweet for the week. All right, let's go with you, Sin City. Who's your two sweet for the week? Um, my two sweet for the week. Um, I, I briefly touched on it um, in the first topic, but Sammy Guevara. Uh, yes, we we just are coming off of one of the big four WWE pay per views. But if I didn't mention the uh, the work that Sammy put in in that ladder match, it would be criminal. Uh, the guy really, really had a great outing. And quite frankly, they had a lead in of 1.3 million viewers. Mm. And they largely held that uh, up until the uh, the start of the third quarter hour. So definitely, yeah, these, you know, they uh, he and Cody, you know, did did a bang up job to, to kick off Dynamite. Um, elsewhere, Ronda Rousey, um, obviously coming back, um, from her, you know, her time off, uh, she eliminated four in the rumble. Um, and you know, as soon as, as soon as she came out, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that she was going to win the damn thing. So yeah, it, it, it was awesome. But, uh, I did like how they intentionally had her defeat or throw out, uh, Charlotte last that way. Nobody would, uh, you know, nobody in the audience would boo uh, Ronda actually picking up the win. So I think that was actually really smart booking by WWE on that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, Orange Cassidy. Um, I'm mentioning this um, just because no one else will. Um, again, uh, Cassidy, he looked, he looked really solid in uh, his match with Adam Cole in the non-canon lights out match to end uh, Dynamite Beach Break. Um, and finally getting the, the monkey off his back, if you will. And, uh, finally, you know, defeating Adam Cole, even if it doesn't count in the record books. So, uh, pretty solid, pretty solid week all around. All right. All right. I'll give you that Simon street. What you got? Uh, pretty much my, uh, too sweet for the week is, uh, comes from impact wrestling. I actually watched the impact wrestling two weeks in a row. Imagine that. 
Wow. And, uh, you know, uh, I did watch Chris Bay versus uh, Jake something, which you had mentioned many weeks ago. And I finally got a chance to see Jake something. He's quite impressive, actually. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because when shit happens to people, they say something hit Bay. I'm like, oh, that's pretty freaking ingenious. Besides the point, what I'm more talking about with Too Sweet for the Week is what happened after the match. Uh, so, you know, basically Chris Bay lost to Jake something. And then, you know, Bullet Club members, you know, uh, Gorillas of Destiny came out and put a stomp on that boy. And they basically sent a shout out to the Good Brothers saying, we coming for your titles. So that got me really excited. I'm actually wearing the shirt and everything that I've had for many, many years. It was actually exciting. So, uh, you know, uh, that goes into something that I want to talk about down the road about forbidden doors and such, because when I think of uh, Tommy Tonga and, and Tangaloa, I would love them to uh, go through forbidden doors and face other tag teams. I'll just leave it at that. And that was pretty much my two sweet for the week. You know, there's a, you know, you sign a contractual agreement that you have to wear the Vegas bad boy shirts all the time. I, did you forget that for any particular reason? <laughs> You also left out the prerequisite that I actually had to be able to read. So I, I, I you know, my reading level is that of Floyd Mayweather. So some, sure. some of those words are just not so good. I understand. Let's jump over to you and Matt Michaels. Who is your too sweet? For the week? Well, it's not just his reading level. The punches to the head also <laughs> make him a lot like Mayweather. So. Uh, but no, it's got to be Brock and Roman. The, you know, the, everything that went down this week in terms of the story getting forward. Um, was, uh, you know, something that was definitely very well done, well executed, planned out perfectly. Um, you didn't have uh, Heyman giving any indication of uh, tipping off the fact that he was going to uh, hand the belt over. And even with those actions, um, he still didn't necessarily show that he was a hundred percent behind Roman. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like he's jumping back and forth, you know, between whoever's going to be the champion uh, type of feel. So, and, and we'll see him get his coming. That's, you know, you wouldn't want to piss off uh, Brock Lesnar. That's for sure. That's right. And, um, you know, the, the idea that people are, are mad that the, um, that the men's uh, rumble uh, wasn't, that good or you know wasn't well executed um it's funny because you have the same people bitching about oh yeah they need more people in there because you don't see this new stuff and blah 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 and yet um you know guys like cesaro weren't even in the rumble Mm -hmm. so you know this whole idea that they don't have uh, any fresh blood or, or anyone to, uh, you know, to really get behind. And that's why guys like Brock Lesnar are, are, you know, winning. That's not it. It's ratings. And that's what they're going after. And we'll see what happens mainly because they got to sell tickets to WrestleMania. That's right. Good stuff. Well, I tell you my too sweet for the week actually kicked off the beginning of the week with Monday Night Raw. I really enjoyed the match with AJ Styles and Austin Theory. Um, I mean, that was really just incredible. And really, it just showed, because we already know how great AJ Styles is, but the fact that Austin Theory was able to uh, to shine as well, 
to get a few moves off things I, I quite didn't even understand. He he did something that he he did sort of a roll up, and automatically I don't know he rolled up and went backwards and it and had AJ style right to the mat. It was it was just incredible. I think um, uh, Corey called it a a standing blockbuster <laughs> that particular move. I'm not saying that's the name of it, but just really giving his props. Um, he also did a move where AJ was sitting on the uh, the top of the uh, rope there, and he did a, a, a just a drop kick just from just standing up, just um, you know, just to get that high. And uh, it, just amazing watching Austin Theory really uh, grow into his character, and uh, there's definitely something there. Um, oof, yeah, he's definitely going to be the future. So it's it's awesome that they did team him up with with uh, Vince McMahon because um, he's definitely the future. I also want to give this a quick shout-out to Dan Housen that actually showed up on an AEW. Uh, he got pulled from under the ring uh, when Cole pulled out the table, and it was just so funny seeing Dan Housen. I, I, of course, I'm a Ring of Honor uh, fan, so when I saw him, I, it was just like, oh, that's cool to see Dan. You know, I had to try to imitate him to my uh, wife so she can understand why, you know, because, hey, I tell Housen, I tell you what I do. I, I, you don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. That's Dan Housen right there. Love that guy. <laughs> Whatever. Let's get with that's, this. That, you know what that is? That's cute. No, I'm yeah, sure Mike. That's, Mike, that's <laughs> definitely one word for it. <laughs> Matt Michaels would probably say that imitation is the WTF of the week. All right, Michaels, you up first. <laughs> yeah, your impersonation is not the WTF. Um, although I thought you were going to say that you painted yourself in white face to oh. uh, give the idea of what Dan Housen's like. Um, no, we'll just, we'll just say, uh, no, what the fuck to uh, Dan Housen being brought in like that was another <laughs> fucking stupid, you know, hey, the 86 people in attendance know who this guy is because they're all fucking marks, but people tuning in on the fucking show, if you don't have any clue, who the fuck is this? I don't know. I'm going to have to butt in. I'm not, I don't like to button in, but he got a pretty nice pop. Uh, quite a few people yeah. knew. Or did you hear what I said? You said 86 people. Who are in there, who are fucking marks, who know who the fuck it is. If you don't know who this guy is, what the fuck was that? If you've okay. never heard of Dan Housen in your life and all the guys are just going, it's Dan Housen, it's Dan Housen, you're going, who the fuck? All right. Okay. That's as simple as it. Okay. That's all. You know him. Thought... You've watched Ring of Honor. So that's why you know him. If you hadn't, you'd been like, well, who the fuck's this guy? I got you. The basic question. Okay. But in general, that whole match was what the fuck. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Adam Cole looked like he was just fucking, hey, I got my paycheck. Okay, I'll just go through the fucking steps here, especially with that shit fucking bump into the this is the slowest fucking bump into something off the stage ever seen. It was horrible. Mm. You know, it's and apparently they didn't they didn't learn anything. No crash pad underneath all that fucking, <laughs> you know, plywood and shit. So, yeah, man. Um, and uh what Ali J? What the fuck? Uh, NXT rap. Fuck it. Don't oh, like it. Okay. All right. 
Simon Street, I'm gonna come over to you then, man. What's your what the f- this week? Well, my actually what the this week was actually uh, first and foremost the men's war rumble being slopped together, and it's more of everybody saying it. Um, I'm more like what the fuck because first of all, were you surprised? No. <laughs> if you were, then well, welcome. Um, there was a couple of things that I think could have been done a little bit better. I mean, it, it wasn't as horrible as we've seen it before, just to be completely honest with you. There are a couple of things that really stood out to me that were really what the fuck. First and foremost, Kofi Kingston's wrestle, our, our traditional Royal Rumble uh, uh, stunt totally failed. But I got to give props to WWE for doing what they haven't done. All right. His feet were touching. There goes your moment. Done deal. Right. Uh, a couple of things that I did not like, uh, you know, about how people are saying that literally it was slopped together is let's be real. Bad Bunny was a really good entrant and he utilized the time very well. The boy went and had some protein shakes and he looked more comfortable in a ring than Dominic looks comfortable in a ring. I want him <laughs> and Rey Mysterio to be a group and go for the tag team titles. I'll pitch that shit to the moon. Dominic need to go back to Boy Scouts and learn how to wrestle. I'm just saying, Damn. no offense, just being real. I'm being real, shit. Um, but, you know, there's some other things that, that that I really wasn't feeling. I feel like for some of the great moments that they had, like the moment where you saw AJ Styles and, you you know, uh, you had uh, Robert Brood and they had that TNA moment, the crowd was screaming TNA. It was really great. You know, um, Damian Priest kind of coming out, I felt like he was going to do more, really just didn't do as much as I thought he was going to do. Um, but the biggest thing that really kind of irritated me is the end. Yes, I know Michaels is not going to like someone take three seconds. She's Bull sick. fucking shit. He was going to face Roman regardless. Okay. All right. Anyone who's watching us uh, live at the moment, throw your comments in. Tell us if you had any uh, what the fucks this week that uh, you want to chime in there, and we will uh, we'll, we'll see if we agree with you. Until then, Sin City Steve, what did you have, man, for this week? All right, man. So first off, the the opening match to the Rumble was an awesome match. You had you had Seth Rollins coming out to the Shield music and the entrance with the gear and both guys brought it. Very, very solid match. And then we get to the finish. What the fuck? Mm. Okay. So, yeah, I get it. That's definitely one way to get around, you know, having one guy take the fall in uh in that match but it it just it didn't get over with the crowd uh i've i've talked to people that were in attendance live and they were completely taken out of the moment by the finish to the match um and yeah i i I definitely have to agree with them um so unfortunately that match um was great itself but the finish was just terrible um also uh sasha banks's elimination um, she was in the match for the women's Royal rumble match for maybe 10 minutes. Um, keep, keep in mind, this is just after it being announced that she was going to be in the rumble and they made a big ordeal out of it. So her elimination definitely came off very an- anticlimactic. Um, and speaking of rumbles, let's talk about the men's Royal rumble for just a minute. Mm-hmm. Things just lagged. Um, I don't know exactly how to put my finger on it, what exactly was missing, but there was just something missing um, in this rumble compared to other rumbles that, that we've seen in the past. Um, hardly any real surprises, um, not too much in the way of furthering storylines. 
um, throughout the match, especially in the beginning. Um, I think that the Kofi Kingston elimination botch really threw a wrench into things. So that's why I'm kind of giving them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, that Men's Royal Rumble was a total fucking snooze fest. What the fuck? And that actually goes right into mice where, yeah, uh, yeah, Kofi's. Uh, I, I think from this point, and I think I had I had said this as he was coming out that he just needs this needs to be over. Um, you had some great moments in terms of trying to figure out some cool things to do. Just, just stop from this point. You know, retire it now. Just get in the ring and try to kick ass as much as you can because that didn't go. No, go ahead. You can jump into my time. It's perfectly fine. I have a minute and 20 seconds. No, it's just really funny that all of a sudden you guys kind of forget what pro wrestling is, and that is showmanship. If Kofi, Kofi goes in and quote-unquote kicks ass, Kofi's going to be thrown out within three people. Come Kofi, on. Kofi can hang. He's, he's not going to get He's not going to get kicked out immediately. He's going to have his moments. He's going to do some of his moves, and we get to enjoy that. I would enjoy that more than him trying to fly like he's Superman over and hold on to a security rail the way that was. When I saw that happen, and I didn't even think that shit was going to work. This bullshit, Kofi needs to let it go. We enjoyed it the past few years, but it's done. Now, my other WTF for the week what the fuck is this Layla Hirsch and Red Velvet match? You know what? My God. AEW, give up on the fucking women's matches already. Let's just stick to the men's. I'll just, I'll take that. I don't know what the fuck that was. I mean, it was like watching high school wrestling, but I think I've seen high school wrestling done a lot better. It, 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 it just doesn't make any sense. They, it's in slow motion. It's like, should I kick her? No, maybe I shouldn't kick her. Maybe I should go to the ring. Maybe I shouldn't go to the ring. It, I should not see your thought process <laughs> as you're trying to do the move. That, to me, was like the worst of the week. All right. I agree with you. <laughs> My God. Straight up. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our uh, lookout. What are we excited for? <laughs> All right, Simon Street, let me start with you this time, man. Uh, what you, what you looking out for? What you liking so far? Um, definitely liking uh, Diamond Mind on NXT 2.0. Uh, you know, uh, they're getting ready to go up against uh, Imperium next week and, uh, you know, in a six-man match. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that for me, my taste as far as if you're going to have a proper faction, you got to have a good mouthpiece. And Bivin has stepped up to the plate and has done just that. That promo that he had this week, um, you know, that they show with Diamond Mine in the background, you know, the Creed Brothers was training in the background and everything. He was mouthing off. It the shit is gold. I like it. I think it's really, really cool. And um, I hope that they kind of go the distance with it, me personally. So uh, like I said, Diamond Mine is definitely something to look out for. I think that they I would love to say NXT put some stock into that. I don't know. We'll see. A lot of things have changed with. WWE and the expectations of what NXT 2.0 is supposed to be. But I would hope that Diamond Mind stays in the conversation. I would like to see that continue on it because so far, as far as factions are concerned, that's a believable faction. Okay. All right. Let me jump over to you, Matt Michaels. Oh, let's just go with Bad Bunny. Because you don't know what, what's going to happen in WrestleMania. Obviously, he, uh, you know, 
it, it seems that that's why he was brought back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think you team him with uh, Damian Priest and then have Priest beat the fuck out of him and uh, have Priest finally go full heel. That's that's one way to do that. Um, I also uh, I, I have to be on the lookout for um, anything that says uh, Cody Rhodes is involved in it. Um, that ladder match was not fucking great. It was not fucking five stars, Dave Meltzer. Get the dick out of the mouth. You know, Steve, but you do that. And, and you know, the only one who you really, really said anything about was Sammy Guevara. You didn't really say shit about Cody. And that's what I'm getting down to, is that Cody Rhodes is a fucking hindrance right now. Leave. Get off TV. Get the fuck out there. And take the bucks with you, please, for God's <laughs> sakes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We actually agree on something. <laughs> By the way, while you got a few seconds, do you guys think that uh, Bad Bunny's managers are almost kind of freaking out? I mean, he just announced a huge tour, and now he's getting in the ring doing these matches. I mean, wait till the tour's over. Shit, his life insurance policy is probably going through the fucking roof. They were like, liability, liability. Change the plan, change the plan. Tell him to stop. I think I'm going to wait to buy my Bad Bunny tickets when he hit a Legion Stadium and see if he's going to even make the show first. He will, he will, man. I'm so proud of that dude. Real talk. I changed my tune. I'm just going to put it out there. I changed my tune from last WrestleMania. Real talk. All right, all right. Um, All right, so that's be you, Sin City. You're next, right? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll just call it what it is. I'm looking at the elephant in the room. I am really interested to see exactly how they pull off the Brock and Roman Reigns mania storyline. Um, I, obviously we all know that, you know, Brock is going to face Reigns at mania. Um, but it's, it's going to come down to the storytelling and, and how they, they weave this, uh, this nice tapestry, if you will, uh, the, the, we're going to be able to see on the route to WrestleMania um, just how much in the way of nuance is going to be there. Um, or is it just going to be a flat thing where they're going to, you know, come out on SmackDown, uh, they being the bloodline and, you know, gloat saying, haha, we tricked you the entire time. Um, or is it going to be, as was mentioned earlier in the show, something to where Paul is just going to play off of, uh, you know, whoever the hot hand is. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see um, how they tell this story, because obviously we all we all know at the end, Paul has to get his. Um, It's just a question of the events leading up to it. And uh, that is definitely what's single handedly getting me prepared for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You got tickets for that, uh, Sin City? I will not be in attendance. Oh, shame. I gotta Just get... like how I uh, was not in attendance for the Royal Rumble, I will not be in attendance for Mania. Oh, man. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the shame uh, sound effect because I think I'm going to be using it on a lot of you guys uh, going forward. So I'm going to find it. You know from Game of Thrones, right? Ding, ding. Yeah, shame. Game of Thrones. Yeah. We don't have to get naked for that. Dude, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> All right. If you've seen uh, Game of Thrones, you know what I'm talking about. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, you know what? This actually caught my interest. Um, the storyline with possibly breaking up parts of the inner circle uh, with Santana and, uh, uh, you know, and Ortiz, while 
want to separate from Jericho. And I've been seeing this kind of now play out. And, and, you know, I think this could be a good thing. The, the question I want to see is when they actually depart from him and break up, are they going to have that run for the titles and actually get it? Or will it just come to a point where they just, yeah, they separate them, but they're just always chasing it? I mean, that would be kind of dumb, right? The whole point of them separating is because they never got theirs. So I'm just kind of seeing where this is going to go. Um, you know, I like Santana on Ortiz. We're going to see what happens. But um, I'm looking out to see what, what, what happens in that whole thing. I'm going to tell you what I'm not looking for now, and that is the MJF-CM Punk match. I think now, as exciting as you think it would be, it is now we all know that Mr. TK wants to, I'm sure, do things differently, but it just seems like that it's constantly that MJF has got the upper hand always on Punk. So are you telling me now that in Chicago he's also going to have the upper hand, although he's been having those upper hands all the past few weeks? No, which means another win in CM Punk column, which I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. I'm not excited for it. I'm not excited for something like that. They blew it. It was almost about to be something I was getting excited for. They didn't blow it. They didn't blow it. It was in his contract when he signed. I can't lose. <laughs> Apparently. Screw me on. That's all we've seen so far. Uh, yeah. I thought this was, I actually thought that this was going to be the moment. Nope. Oh, well. Well, we'll, uh, We'll keep it moving. Let's get to our best in show for the week. All right. I'll start with you, uh, Sin City. What was your uh, best in show this week? My best in show this week, and I know that I'm rolling against the tide with this, but uh, it was not the Royal Rumble. My best in show this week was Beach Break. Mm -hmm. um, quite frankly, I enjoyed that show more than I did uh, the Royal Rumble. Yes, it had the uh, the abomination that was Red Velvet versus legit Layla <laughs> Hirsch. Um, but outside of that, I mean, you had the the Lights Out match, which you know I uh, I thought was a pretty solid match. Uh, had the ladder match, um, which I thought was a great ladder match, contrary to other opinions. Mm -hmm. um, and then the trios match with uh, Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz um, defeating Daniel Garcia in 2.0. Um, and as you just had mentioned, Impact, um, where do we go with this uh, inner circle split? And uh, much as, as, as I had mentioned with the Roman Reigns and Brock storyline, mm -hmm. how many layers of nuance will we actually have? Or is this just going to be a quick, yeah, fuck you, Jericho, fuck you, Santana and Ortiz. Right. And then they go their separate ways. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this show this week. Okay. How about you, Mr. Uh, Simon Street, man? Uh, best in show. Well, I would definitely say uh, my week's in best in show is Impact Wrestling. And I got to say, Impact, uh, DJ Impact, you have made me a believer. I got to sit here and tell you, I see exactly what you mean week in, week out, when you repping hard for the squad about impact. Yeah. 
Oh, finally get a chair. I just got, got I got to cater to your ego to get a chair. All right, well, then fine. We're going to get it tonight, though, baby. All right, so at the end of it all, I watched Impact Wrestling for two weeks in a row and have been pleased. And it's not much that has moved me, per se. It's just how things flow, and yeah. they flow decent. True. They're taking simple concepts, and they're making the shit shine. And this week was no different, and I appreciate it because, again, like we talked about, AEW on the road to trying to figure this out. They got a bigger deck they got to deal with, so I give them at least that. But for someone that doesn't watch, you should be able to watch it and not feel totally confused, like you just ended up in the middle of a Transformers movie. You know what the fuck happened the first 30 minutes. (laughs) So they did. It was cool. You know, like I said earlier, the highlights was obviously Chris Bay and Jake something was cool. But, I mean, even at the end, PCO – Going up against Chris Saban, that was a cool fucking ass match. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm saying? And then at the end, the culmination of the PCO is crazy. Of the no honor. It, we already know. We didn't seen him live. This is the dude. The moves he does. I'm, I, I, I'm always going, PCO, you know your age, right? You know your age. You don't know his age. You don't know his body. <laughs> He's disconnected from his mind. I don't think he has feeling sensors in his body of pain. Um, You know, and a couple of good things, too. Like, you know, Jonah. Jonah came in. He looked mm-hmm. good. I mean, he looked intact. Like he, if NXT didn't have fucking dumped on him, he went right back to what he's doing. It looks good. There was things to where I had questions. And yeah. like I said, I'll be trying my best to get access because I ain't got access. When I get access, I'm going to impact all the way. All right. No doubt. Matt Michaels. Oh, it's the rumble easily. There you go. There's my two minutes. Hands down. Well, you know what? I'll I'll take part of that. I also chose the Rumble, and I and I'll tell you this: the what they did for Mickey James was perfect. That's all I was asking for. They played the music. She came down with the belt. She was recognized as the uh, Impact Knockouts Champion. Bravo! Uh, I. I was, Isn't it funny how the WWE worked with Impact and they made something work, and AEW <laughs> just shit all over Impact? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and even though she didn't still win, she still got her props and got a big pop too from the uh, from the fans. So that was great too. Um, so, but now let me say something that you're not going to like, and that's the fact that now that Mickey James repped well, it's time for her to give up that belt and give it back to the true, the true women's champion over there at uh, Knockouts, Deanna Perrazzo. Please take that belt. We're done now with Mickey James. You know, I'm ready for this this next match. It's, it's, as far as I'm concerned, I think she should just be holding that belt forever until someone can show me that they deserve to have that belt from Deanna. I'm just saying. No, and let me guess. You so- let me guess. You'd like to take it oh. off her, right? Would you like to take it off her? <laughs> She'll kick my ass, man. I couldn't take <laughs> it from her. You might. You might let her kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, well, well. I guess we uh, we got it all, guys. Um, that is the show. Anyway, we thank everybody for uh, for listening or hanging out with us. Continue to download the podcast. We're on all platforms. Just look up Vegas Bad Boys with a Z. And um, make sure you share, like, and tell people who like wrestling about us. You know, that's all we need. We're growing. And we thank you for helping us do just that. 
We have a lot of other uh, programming on our platform as well. Uh, you know, DeFalco Files is continuing to to grow. It was a, a great interview that we just had with Killer Cross. Now, some of you may know him more as Carrion Cross, some of the newer fans, but we've known him for a while, and you want to hear that interview. All right. Uh, if you get a chance, download that latest uh podcast for that defalco files and take a listen to that i think you're going to really enjoy that uh with that we're going to end the show if you're watching us live we are um we're going to be back in a few minutes to do three count we got three good topics i think you're going to definitely want to hear and add your piece to so if you're listening live you get a chance to put in the comments and then we will respond but if you're not and you're listening to us on the podcast, thank you for downloading again. We appreciate you. We love you all. We will see you next time, next week. There's always some new wrestling events and things going on. So um, we'll, we'll be there to give it to you. All right. Peace. The biggest bad boys of podcasting.